Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. There you go, Labour Party. This isn't just any strike. This industrial action by bin drivers in Coventry tells a story about Britain in 2022, of workers overwhelmed by a cost-of-living crisis, of a Labour Party seen to be failing in its founding mission to represent working people and trade unions filling the vacuum. They're on strike against a Labour-run council over fair pay and their union, Unite, is threatening to pull the plug on funding for Keir Starmer's party over this dispute. What happens here is going to have consequences way beyond the borders of this 350,000-strong city in the West Midlands. Now, the centre of this dispute is what grade these HTV drivers should be on and what that means for their pay. You know, we've been out here. This is the start of our seventh week of industrial action. We're, for the last two or three weeks, we've been permanently on strike. But initially, I think going back before that, we, we've been talking with the council for over two years nearly two years about getting market rates of pay for ourselves um, in Coventry for the drivers We're here delivering an important service for this council and they need to recognise that through fair pay and people say I'd love that sort of money the best advice I can do and say to them people is join the trade union and fight for it The history of Coventry can't be separated from that of the labour movement. This is where the iconic pioneering trade union leader Thomas Mann was born and struggles by engineering and car workers, they call this motor city for a reason, were instrumental in securing decent paying conditions which the whole city benefited from. That helped to make Coventry quite a rich city. You know, workers were well paid in the factories and in fact... Um, It wasn't just those in the factories that benefited. There was a supplement on top of other workers' wages for living in Coventry that was added to their wages. It's enabled Coventry people to have a better standard of living by fighting for better paying conditions. Even before the pandemic, British workers had suffered the longest squeeze in their pay packets since the fall of Emperor Napoleon in the early 19th century. And now, real pay is falling all over again. These aren't abstract statistics to these drivers. It's their daily lived reality. You know, my gas bill has gone up doubled since last year, this time last year. My electric, uh, all my bills, utility bills are all gone up. Fuel, everything. You know, we're in a crisis. This is a crisis, not just through energy bills, but the general cost of living. Okay, we can go to a supermarket and buy a bottle of milk that cost X amount of pence cheaper the week before. Loaf for bread, the food cost, it's a crisis. And it's not just the working people, it's the pensioners. It's the the general person of the working class, let's say, because they make no bones about it. The working class are getting poorer, the rich are getting richer. You know, what you see in Coventry is that a council that is managing decline. You know, they, they've told lies about this strike. It's based on lies. A lot of people in Coventry believe what the council said. What lies? Go, go for it. Right. Well, about how much they earn, basically. And, you know, these workers were absolutely so angry about the lies. 
What's really angered these striking workers is a leaflet distributed by the council claiming they're paid up to £52,000 a year, provoking abuse from locals such as screams of greedy bastards, and one striker's car had their tyres slashed. But no one here is on anything even approaching that figure. We've got drivers here which can be as evidence through payslips on £22,183. Okay, top of the grade is £27,793, I think it is, off the top of my head, but it's certainly within that figure. Even if you've got a guy on the top of the grade, which is about £27,014 an hour, you can't, to earn that kind of money, 52000 you would have to work in excess of 76 hours a week or thereabouts. But as HGV drivers, by the law, we can only work a maximum of 48 hours a week. So that means Coventry Council is aiding and abetting, um, breaking the law, the working time directive for drivers. So um, it's it's ludicrous. It's ludicrous. It's not not factual at all. All all that's happening here is this Labour Council are showing themselves up. They are showing themselves up. They've got to remember what it were that brought them to Labour. Why be in Labour if you don't represent the value of the Labour movement, trade union movement, you know? The movement of the Labour Party is the trade union movement and its membership. I mean, I've got a Labour Party card in my in my phone. And I, and I look at it and I think, well, why haven't I ripped it up yet? There you go, Labour Party. On the funding, I don't think a, an industrial dispute in Coventry should influence relations between the Labour Party and its trade unions, its affiliated trade unions. So um, it's very important I make that clear as well. Now this interview by the Labour leader, Sir Keir Starmer, seeming to suggest it was preposterous that a local dispute in Coventry of all places had wider significance has not gone down well here at all. But you see, what is really striking is that the problems faced by the workers here are faced by working class people all over the country. And that is, after all, who Labour was founded to represent. They want our money, but they don't want to listen to our voices. That ain't, that ain't uh, the way that this Labour Party should be running. They're forgetting the principles, they're forgetting the values, and they're forgetting what it is that brought them to Labour. If they want to be careerists, go and find a new career, because this ain't for them. You know, when you've got the leader of our party sneering about Coventry in an interview yesterday, it's really, really upsetting. And I think, I think he's going to uh, rue that, you know, the, the day he did that. This is about people getting a fair day's pay for a fair day's work and terms and conditions being kept. And at this moment in time, with that comment that I've seen of Keir Starmer, uh, I've also seen a comment that his dad was a toolmaker. Well, they've got that right, haven't they? Now, these strikers are clearly resolute. They believe that Labour should exist to represent their interests and they're aggrieved to fight a party many have supported their whole lives as surging prices eat into their pay packets. So what does the Labour council leader, George Duggins, have to say, not least about those leaflets? Well, that's not the average. That's the highest amount. Uh, 52,000, you have to work 77 hours on the top grade. Well, we've got the printout, which actually shows that is the case. What percentage of... Because I've I've met all these bin... I've seen their slips. They show me their slips. None of them, none of them are even close to... But that was was the highest rate. How how many are on that? Well, there was one person that that was. One person? You can't put leaflets out based on the pay of one person. Well, no. I mean, the, the point was... 
that you know they the the union was saying that there's some people on twenty two thousand. That wasn't the case. Well, I've met I've met I've seen their pay slips. Like I, I, I well, times them by do. twelve. Yeah, about twelve. I mean, people you spoke to on about twenty four, twenty five no, thousand. A lot. Of no, them. that's not true. I can give you the printout. I can give you I've the, I've got the printouts of their yeah, yeah. pay slips. So, I've so, seen them no, with my no, own no, eyes. No, no, no. You, you you know, there's also our printout. So I can give you the print. Are you saying they're forging their payslips? No, I'm not saying that. But well, so what, what payslips have I seen then? Well, you've seen the payslips that they have showed you. But what I'm saying is that as far as as far as I'm concerned, mm-hmm. the vast majority of people are not on the the, the twenty four thousand figures. Well, everyone we met today were, was on in the twenties. Well. You haven't met the majority because I think the majority are in the thirties. Well, you're a council leader. You'll know yeah, exactly yeah, what number. Yeah, so what number? Yeah. Half at least are on the on the thirty odd thousand, and they vary between right. thirty thousand. Some are on forty-one thousand. Some are 50, on fifty-two thousand pounds. One individual. We spoke to a driver today. His tyres were slashed. He woke up in the morning. His tyres were slashed. His partner's tyres. That's what happens when you put out inflammatory no, material. No, 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 I. There's nothing to do with... That's not to do with us whatsoever. It seems There's to me... No relation- Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Relationship at all. It's, you know, it, it seems no, to me no, that no. you've, you've, with that leaflet, poured a lot of petrol everywhere, no, no. and then gone. Yeah. The fire has nothing to do with us. No, that's that's your interpretation. It's not mine. Do you regret putting that leaflet out? No, because no, you don't, don't regret. No, I don't regret informing people. And if you, you look at that, yeah, that, you, that the, is, pay, the yeah. pay range you've put out in public is twenty-two thousand one hundred eighty-three pounds here's, to twenty-seven thousand seven hundred forty-one. Here's the reality of the situation. Right. You know, as where's, I mean, I can't. I'm looking at this. Where's well, the per, where's where, the person on fifty two thousand pounds a year? Why 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 are they violent? Why is that in violation? Of the, I mean, seeing lots of people here by on twenty uh, odd thousand on. But why, there will be somebody. Why why, yeah. why where is the fifty two thousand person? I can't see that. Sorry, I'm just interested. It's just down in the middle. I just where? Now, to be honest, this strikes me as a fairly ridiculous situation. It would be fascinating indeed to meet the worker who's on apparently £52,000 a year, working as he is, what, 11 hours or so a day, seven days a week? But in any case, this outlier, whoever they are, are clearly not even remotely representative of the strikers. But all of a sudden, Councillor Duggins believes he's got an ace to play and ambushes me with a new reason he can't settle, which he thinks has me cornered. Let me just explain why we're not doing it. Right. Because it breaches the Equalities Act. That's why we're not doing it. If, If they don't go through the proper job evaluation process. Now the job has been the job has been looked at right. once internally, 
we it's been, it's come out as a grade five. It's been looked at externally through the uh, West Midlands employers. Again, it's come as a grade five. We've now agreed that it will go to ACAS. If, for example, the the job evaluation process that ACAS comes out with, if they say it's a grade six, then we'll pay it. We'll pay it. If they don't, then we accept, expect Unite to, to settle on that. Um, because if we do, if we put them up without any reference to a job evaluation process, the amounts of money that it could cost us in equal pay claims over a medium term period would be around about 30 million. Hmm, is that really true? Sounds convincing, doesn't it? So I speak down the line to Unite's new General Secretary, Sharon Graham, who in her four months in the job has won 49 disputes and she intends to add Coventry to that number. Now for Graham, this strike sums up the signature position of her leadership, that Unite's decade-long attempt to remould the Labour Party into a vehicle of radical transformation has failed, and now a new emboldened form of trade unionism must rise instead. But first, is what Duggan said true? Well, first of all, that's just nonsense, absolute, utter nonsense. Um, And what I'd say is that this is a dispute very, very simply about the rate for the job. That's really what this dispute is about. These drivers should be on a grade six. Um, They're on a grade five. You're talking about £2.50 to £2.60 odd uh, would be the increase. Um, They should be on that grade. They're HUB2 drivers and they should be on that grade. The council, unfortunately, um, are playing games. Uh, They're effectively taking their job description, taking things out of their job description. And of course, now it has led to these workers being in dispute. Um, On the point around equal pay, um, absolute nonsense. In Birmingham, uh, the drivers get paid this rate. There haven't been any equal pay claims. But what I would say is this. If they are suggesting that somehow they've been shortchanging other workers, Um, for the job that they do, well, then they should not be doing that. They should be paying the rate for the job for all of the jobs, whether that be for men or women. Um, And if they have got other areas that should be looked at, then they should make sure that they are doing that and pay workers properly. What does it say about the fact this is a Labour council? Labour was the party, of course, set up to give a political voice, representation to working people. Many of the strikers voted for Labour all their lives. Some of whom, by the way, stamped the Labour membership cards into the mud in front of me. What does that tell us? Absolutely. And of course, I hear, you know, I hear that uh, they had said, you know, Labour under new management will stows unite. Um, and quite frankly, I am appalled that I have to sit there and say to a Labour council um, that you need to support workers. I couldn't, I mean, I thought some of the pieces that came out afterwards um, were wrong. Um, I thought that what Labour should have done is come out very, very clearly behind these workers and said, pay the rate for the job and and to be the supporter of workers. Because if they do not start to start fighting for workers and communities, if they are um, cautious about that or embarrassed, quite frankly, about that, then uh, they will not get in anyway. Uh, Because people are looking for Labour to begin to support them. That's what they're looking for them to do. And quite frankly... I'm embarrassed for them that they haven't done that. So um, the fact that they're a bad employer, I treat all bad employers the same. They are, this is a bad employer in Coventry and they will be treated like a bad employer. Now, I know a central plank of your leadership is that the industrial side, like going on strike, should take precedent over the political side, that is, Unite's relationship with the Labour Party. But you are the biggest funder of the Labour Party. You don't need me to tell you that the Labour Party is cash-strapped to say the least at the moment. Now, 
Keir Starmer did an interview which has not gone down well, to say the least, in which he seemed to suggest that Coventry, of all places, shouldn't have a big impact on what happens nationally. So what is your relationship going to be going forward, given you said you're not going to write blank checks for the Labour Party anymore? I mean, for me, it doesn't matter if there's 70 bin workers, uh, 20 bin workers or 36,000 workers, as there was in British Airways. Um, we all of those people in dispute are going through the same pain. And so not to recognise that, um, I thought was disgusting, quite frankly, to almost make out it was nothing. I thought that was totally and utterly wrong. Um, from my point of view, um, I have said, and I've said this right the way through the campaign when I was running uh, to be General Secretary, is that unashamedly, my focus is jobs, pay and conditions of my members. Now, people shouldn't confuse that with me being um, apolitical. Um, I am political, but I'm political in the way that we must win. And all our eggs in the Westminster basket has not worked for us. It just hasn't worked for us. And therefore, whilst we are affiliated to Labour, um, and it's in our rule book, and, and unless that changes, we are affiliated to Labour, we pay vast amount of money. The 1.4 affiliation fee is million affiliation fee is nothing in comparison to what we pay on top of that. And what I'm saying is I want that money to be plugged into communities so that we can deal with things like adult social care, the Health and Social Care Act, the NHS, drive that money into those communities to have a footprint, but also use it. Um, so that I can win when employers are pushing and suppressing pay. Now, when we do both of those things, if I was Labour, I'd pick the baton up and run with it. Because if they don't do that, then they are going to lose at the ballot box. You can't be ahead in the polls just because you're up the other side is losing. Um, you need to have vision. You need to, you, you've got to be brave. Um, and you've got to actually not be embarrassed to say we support workers and communities. Why? Is he embarrassed to say that? I'm not embarrassed to say that. I'll be saying that as many times as possible. So um, I am going to be using the funds of my members to make sure that it delivers for workers across the board, but also delivers for communities. Finally, can the bin drivers win their strike? Yes, they absolutely can win. Um, because uh, first of all, they are right. And I'm not saying that every time we're right means we win, um, but they are absolutely right. Um, we are going to be standing with them. I'm with them next week. So I'll be uh, with them in Coventry next week. Um, and I'm now going to personally intervene and see if I can bring uh, this to a conclusion. So absolutely we can win. Uh, and I hope Labour's listening and they do the right thing. Thanks so much, Sharon. Thank you very much. Now, the heart of this dispute is about what grade are these drivers entitled to and accordingly pay? Now, Unite claim that the job description has been altered by the council to downgrade them and that elsewhere, bin drivers have been given the right grade without the adverse consequences that Coventry's Labour leader suggests. But this dispute goes so much wider than what's happening in Coventry. When the red wall fell, there was a lot of talk about Labour losing touch with working class voters. But are these bin drivers not themselves working class voters, indeed many of whom have voted for Labour all their lives? And this comes to the heart of a question. What is Labour for? Labour was founded by organised Labour to represent the interests of working people, i.e. Labour. And if they fail to do what they're supposed to do, what it says on the tin if you like, then others will step in to fill the vacuum. Not least Sharon Graham's Unite, which is talking about a renaissance of trade unions which will step in if Labour won't act. And if that's true, what we're seeing in Coventry is only the beginning of something much bigger. Mm -hmm.